0: Welcome to the Radiant Visalia podcast. Join us at one of our two services, 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. Download the Church Center app or visit our website, radiantvisalia.com, to stay connected with us. All right, enjoy. There is a heavenly city that I'm compelled to find. Good morning, Radiant Church. I'm here at the church without you, which feels strange. Um, Although I know why we're not meeting uh, together, uh, it's disappointing to be here on a Sunday morning without you. I already find myself um, anticipating and looking forward to the day where we get to gather again together. It seems like being together on Sundays and worshiping Jesus is something that we can take for granted, and so I'm uh, looking forward to the celebration that'll happen when we get to be together and lift up the name of Jesus. Um, I, th- I worked really hard on a like a script, like something of a uh, like presidential address, and um, this morning. Um, that document was uh, deleted and so I find myself uh, without a script but needing to address uh, people and I I think that's where we're all at right now Um, like the script has been taken from us like the things that we uh, count on um, the rhythms that we count on, the things that we plan on doing, uh, those things seem to have uh, slipped away. And I find myself, uh, yeah, just insecure and uncertain at times. And I don't know if you feel that way too, but that's just where I'm at. And I'm reminded that, like, everything that can be shaken will be Shaken, and the church is grateful in these times because we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So, if you feel like your script's been taken away, um, something that you've wor- worked hard on, and find confidence in, um, yeah, let's let's receive the kingdom that cannot be shaken. We're in a series as a church uh, on prayer. And uh, I find that, and maybe you find this as well, just really providential. Um, This is something that we uh, all feel called to right now. My guess is that we're all uh, doing it. And what I'd like to do uh, this morning to encourage you and to bring some direction to our church is just take us back to a a sermon that was shared a couple weeks ago uh, out of Hebrews chapter 4. When I summoned or called the church to prayer, um, I shared this passage from from Hebrews that said, Let us draw near to God's throne of grace with confidence that we may receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. Uh, The call is let us. Let's. Let's pray. Let's all pray we can't farm this out to a few people paul says there's something really powerful in the prayers of many so let's from the youngest to the oldest let's pray it's not just a time of prayer for uh, radiant uh, not just a time of prayer for like our community it's a time of prayer for our nation trump declared today to be a day of prayer, so our whole nation is coming together and calling on God. So let's all get involved in that. There's no such thing as well. I'm not. I'm not really a person of prayer. I'm not really the praying type. Well, yeah, you are. We're all the praying type right now. Let's lift our voices. Let's pray together. The other thing, let's do. Let's. Let's. We uh, pursue uh, unity in this time. I think it's really tempting to judge people based on their response. You're going to think that some people are too chill and minimizing the issue, maybe not taking it serious. You're going to find that others are not uh, chill enough, like they're panicked and maybe exaggerating the issue. But let's pursue unity and compassion, not just in our church, but in our community. Different people are going to react in different ways. And I I just want to charge us, let's, like we, let's pursue unity uh, together and not shame people for their response uh, in this time. Paul says in the book of Romans, That the strong in the church have an obligation to bear with the weak. And that's what this is all about. We want to band together to protect those who are vulnerable and susceptible in this time. And there's a biblical imperative for those who are strong to have concern for those who are weak. So I'm calling us to unity and compassion and uh, prayer one thing i want to specifically invite you to pray for you can actually pause this right now and do this but i want to pray for those who work who are working in healthcare, and those who are our first responders for a lot of us, we're retreating into our homes. But for those working in health care and our first responders, they're out there on the front lines. We have many people in our church working in health care, many working at Kauai Delta, many working as police officers and firefighters, EMTs. And I want us to pray by name for the people. <laughs> I want us to pray by name for the doctors that we know, for the nurses that we know who are uh, putting in long hours and, and trying to um, give a peace and empathize with people in a really difficult time. So would you pray for those that you know who are working in uh, healthcare? Would you, as a family, pray by name for those who you know who are a part of this family or a part of this community that God would give them strength to face what they're facing right now? So let's let's pray. Let us also let's draw near not to prayer but to God. Prayers. A means to an end. It's not the end. We want to draw near to God uh, through prayer. And I find His presence to be the thing that helps me most with my fears. I think, kids, if you're watching this, you know this. When you wake up with a nightmare, you go to mom and dad's room because their presence does something to help you with your fear. And it's the same for me. I find that God's presence helps me with my fear. No amount of toilet paper is going to help us with our fears. No amount of money right now or stability in those ways is going to help us with our fears. We need God's presence. And would you uh, pray that people would draw near to God, that they would experience his power and his presence. Uh, King David, who was a really courageous man, also struggled with uh, fear. And at one point, he was running scared, and God rescued him from his fears. And upon being delivered from his fears, he wrote Psalm 34. And I would encourage you, as you're wrestling with fear, would you uh, read, meditate on, maybe even pause this morning and read Psalm 34 and ask, God, could we draw near to you, and would your presence deliver us from our fears? Let us draw near to God's throne. Let us start in prayer, not by just looking at our situation or looking around at what's going on around us. Let's look up. Jesus taught us to pray by starting with our Father. Let's look up to God's throne, not just in our situation, but let's look up to where God is seated. I find that to be really helpful in times like these. I wanted to read a couple scriptures because I do feel like this, at least to me, feels unprecedented. I've never seen anything uh, quite like this. And I think it's really helpful for us to meditate on the reality that God is seated on His throne, even in this situation. If you've got a Bible, you can open it up to Psalm 29 or or just let me read this over you. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as a king forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Psalm 29, 10 and 11 May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. He sits enthroned over the flood. There's all kinds of things flooding in right now, and it brings a ton of peace to meditate on the sovereignty of God and see him seated over what's flooding in. If you have a Bible, turn to Isaiah uh, chapter 6. going to read a real uh, famous passage from here. But this is Isaiah's vision of the Lord, and it says in the year that King Uzziah died, I, Isaiah, saw the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. The year that King Uzziah died was a year of trouble, a year of transition, And the revelation that Isaiah had during that time, the revelation that Isaiah needed during a time of trial and trouble was of God seated on the throne with his train and his robe filling the temple. We don't necessarily, uh, you know, God does not reveal himself in a time of trial and trouble as, uh, you know, um, a gentle servant, although he is that But God's revealing himself to us as a king seated upon a throne because it's the revelation that's needed in a time of trouble or in these trials. Let us draw near to God's throne. Let's look up and let's do that with confidence. And we do that with confidence because God's throne is a throne of grace. We know that we can come confidently because we come based on what Christ has done for us. So we come based on grace, we come confidently. And what I want to charge you to is this idea that we would boldly come before God right now, that we would pray big prayers, that we would continue to ask, and that we'd be bold even with our uh, neighbors, that we wouldn't wait for people to say, hey, would you pray for me? But we would be the type of people who are going out and saying, can I pray for you? And not even can I pray for you later, but can I pray for you on the spot seems like God's doing something, seems like something's stirring, can I pray for you right now? Would you pray with confidence, come before God with confidence, that we might receive mercy and find grace in our time of need? This is a time of need. And what we need most is not to get good at prayer, what we need is God's good grace. And so let's cry out, God, give us mercy. Would you be merciful to us? And would you give us grace? Which is the power to do what we cannot do. When you feel powerless, the cry is, God, would you give us grace? Give us power to do what we cannot do. want to invite you in the next few weeks to just do a few things. The one, one is, is really clear. Continue to pray. Keep praying. Keep it simple. Keep it real. Keep it up. Keep praying. Also, pray in your packs. Seems like that's a safe place to get together. So would you continue to pray in your packs during this time? The second thing, would you ask questions? Would you ask questions? Would you ask God what he's doing? Would you ask God what he's saying to you in all of this? Let's not waste this opportunity that we have to seek the Lord. Would you ask those who are elderly, maybe neighbors or or people that you know of in the community, would you ask those who are elderly if there's any way that you can serve them? Anything you can uh, pick up or do for them. And would you also ask neighbors and friends uh, how they're doing? Would you uh, play offense and not defense? Would you reach out right now instead of shut down? Would you ask if there's any way that you could serve the people around you? And then lastly, would you try, would you commit to spend as much time in God's word, to spend as much time with people and to spend as much time in prayer as you do on a screen right now? If you spend five hours a day on a screen and then spend five minutes a day in devotions, I don't think you'll be that non-anxious presence that the world needs in this time. Would you, if you're going to spend time on a screen, that's fine, but would you spend an equal or a proportionate amount of time in God's word or in prayer so that uh, God can keep us in perfect peace. He will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on him. Would you continue to look to him and look to his throne? So we'll keep you posted on our plans as the situation develops. At the beginning of last week, I had no idea that we would be doing this or headed in this direction. So the situation is evolving. We're staying up to date with it and we'll continue to communicate our plans to go forward. But let us draw near to God's throne with confidence and boldness that we may receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. In, in the least... Uh, yeah, in the least like trite or cheesy way I can come up with, like grace and peace to you. Grace and peace to you in our Lord Jesus Christ. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. We want to be a resource for you as you walk with Jesus. So please connect with us at radiantbicelia.com. Until next time. There is a heavenly city That I'm compelled to find Though I love the flowers and trees And the smell of the grinding sea And all the beautiful things here in life i